Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Movies Are Real. This time we are doing it on the first take. Hopefully, we don't lose this podcast. This is the movie where we talk. This is the podcast where we talk about the movies of the month prior and what we're looking forward to the next month. Ryan, how are you? I'm good. What is up? Uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, exactly. Instagram, TikTok. What? What all do we put this podcast on? Uh, Pinterest. Somehow we we have a big Pinterest following. It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, so please put us on your board. Um, I still get emails from Pinterest to this day, being yep. like, "Your pin was saved by Sally M to her board. That's all about uh, old houses." What? Okay, thanks. That is, of course, Carrie Lyles. Carrie, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Pinterest, uh, pin- stop yeah. emailing me. Pinterest, stop emailing me. You can, you can go into your account and tell them to stop emailing you. I you don't know think that, I right? Have access I need to do that about Letterbox actually, because now that I'm using it more, they I, they send emails, don't they? they yeah. yeah. Somehow they, those don't get through the, the social filter or the fucking shit on Gmail. Anyways, really, mine do. The year is almost gosh dang over, folks. Uh, it was just crazy to me. Uh, I was going to mention me from January, but I guess, I was going to say, like, huh, it feels like just yesterday, but I can't remember anything, so I polar. guess. Polar. And might as well, oh yeah, Polar. Yeah, Polar. Polar at one point was our favorite movie of the year. <laughs> that, oh, why? <laughs> that, that tells you something. We should have just kept a live, like, Polar watch, like, all right, where does Polar rank now? Now that we. <laughs> you should have followed both me and Wait, Carrie's yeah, film uh, oh. 2019 list on Letterboxd, because we both had it as our favorite <laughs> film for way too long. It was quite a while. Uh, it was bad. Is Polar better than Midsummer? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, November. Uh, holy moly, folks. George Cruz didn't see any movie. <laughs> I have it right above Midsummer. <laughs> there you go, folks. Polar is 41 and Midsummer is 42. Great. I do want to move Annabelle above Midsummer, though. Annabelle, I, I tell that. you what, man. The more I think about Annabelle, the better I feel about it. It's good. It was a good... I Some would say one of the biggest surprises of the year. But... We're not, here, we're not here to do that right now. <laughs> we're here to talk about how George Cruz didn't see any gosh dang movies this fucking month at all. So Carrie and Ryan are going to sort of, you know, carry my lazy ass because um, I'm just not dedicated to this product. Uh, wow, cool. I'm asleep <laughs> at the wheel. Maybe uh, you should go to the doctor. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to go that far. Oh, sorry. Too late. <laughs> doctor Sleep. Uh, this is the movie based on the Stephen King novel, which is sort of a sequel. It's, it's, it's sequel. a sequel to The Shining. To The Shining. Yeah. Some would say it's uh, maybe a sequel to The Shining. The hit book. The hit the movie. Hit movie. Maybe. Maybe. Not this podcast, though. <laughs> <laughs> this was a movie, Carrie, that you were surprised that bef- yeah. when pre-release reviews were coming in, that we were like, oh, it's good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was very surprised because that trailer made it look awful. It didn't. It looked. You it looked see, bad. It had dark I, I power looked, energy. I, I thought yeah, it looked interesting yeah. from that tr- first trailer. I, mean, I like I Ian got, McGregor. I got more. I do like him. I got more hope when I found out that Mike Flanagan was directing it. Yeah, I didn't know that going in either. I didn't know that he was directing it, and I was like, oh, okay, he and knows it, how to do big, goofy, weird. And the shit. people marketing didn't weren't like sort of playing that cards. Like the horror people will fucking know who yeah, this guy is. Exactly. But yeah. But yeah, no, I thought it would be obnoxious. But it was it was obnoxious, but it wasn't like an egregious obnoxious, if that makes any sense. It was like a fun, playful obnoxious. This was this it was really the parallel to Ready Player One. Yes. In I, terms of <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's cause I've talked about how I feel like this movie kind of feels like a fucking Kingdom Hearts, the shining level. Where Man. you're just like going in, running around and it's 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 removed enough. 
uh, in my opinion, anyway, I've seen a lot of people say that the, the very ending where they have the final face-off at right. the Overlook is just garbage, but I really liked it. I had fun with it, but it's it feels far removed enough that it's not just literally The Shining and they're mm-hmm. walking around in Interesting. it. Interesting. But it's 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 got, like, callbacks and the characters are there, and it's, it's fun to experience, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I definitely agree. I think the big thing for me is it's, a, it's like almost completely different like tonally like it's Mm -hmm. not only because it explores more of the weird stephen king stuff with all the powers and yeah the weird universe stuff yeah where everyone has weird different powers it makes the shining into x-men kind of and so this is interesting this is glass well this year yes it was holy shit (laughs) jesus christ what guys you haven't seen glass yet come on should we lay down the like basic plot of doctor yeah i guess so yeah it's following danny from the shining you might remember him as the little boy good old dan (laughs) torrance uh, torrance torrance i don't know yeah torrance yeah And he is struggling with a lot of the same issues his father had, such as alcoholism and not being able to keep a job. And then he gets into contact with a psychic little girl. And then they also have a run-in with a troop of psychic bad guys. And mm-hmm. everyone in this movie has The Shining. <laughs> yeah, a lot <laughs> Every of people. Is the leader of that group Rebecca Ferguson? Hell yeah, yeah. it is. And they are a a group of people who have The Shining, and each of them kind of have, it is really like X-Men, or even like Twilight, how each of them have like a specific (laughs) vampire power. Yeah, yeah. But uh, a lot of them have specific things that they can do really well. But uh, they eat people's souls, basically. They to, like they like to they elongate like elongate their lifespan. They like eat the shining out of people, right? But yes. that only, but they can only get the shining if the person's dead, like right. really dead, or like on the cups of dead. And then they keep it in canisters and like vape it out. It's hilarious. Um. So like the the big thing is um you know Danny Torrance he's been kind of like hiding his powers all along, but then he like feels you know this little girl who has like powers are really strong mega powers powers. and they like kind of meet up and they become like kind of pen pals they become like psychic pen pals and that it's kind of fun in that sense Mm -hmm. um and then the the troop uh the twilight troop kind of (laughs) discovers this the little girl and they're like we need her um, because the shining is disappearing, even though everyone has the shining. yeah they're they're worried it's weird because like there's like eight people in that group why don't they they need to narrow it down if they want to live forever, right? <laughs> no, they're a family, Ryan. Yeah, I got to know f- three of them, I think. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it's all about them trying to... Uh, Dan- Danny Torrance and a little girl, I can't remember her name. Abra. Abra, yeah, because Abracadabra. Um, funny stuff. Mm. Um, just trying to stop this uh, troop of people. Again, and- everything that you're telling me about this movie sounds like it would be bad. Sounds like it would be a TV Stephen King special. But apparently no, it's, it's not. It's it's interesting and it feels um, executed well. And there's lots of fun elements in it. Like yeah. a lot of the uh, visualization of her, like they have mind palaces mm-hmm. and stuff, and that's fun. And there's some unexpected gore that I was very excited oh, about. Yeah. Do you remember that? that yeah, like when she was in the mind palace, <laughs> the filing like, cabinet, and just scene. like bam, ah. Oh my god. 
it's that excellent. Was... I won't spoil it, but there's some there's some unexpected gore that I was happy to see on the big screen. And yeah, it just feels fun. And I don't know if if you go into it expecting to have some fun, you might. And I enjoyed some of the expanded lore that it brought to The Shining. Mm-hmm. There's some some new ideas that I thought were awesome. And like we were talking off mic, I don't know how different the movie is from the book because in the movie they go back to the Overlook, but at the end of The Shining, the Overlook exploded in the book, not in the... So it's like they're, oh. they're, they're going off of the end of the first movie in the second movie, but mm-hmm. still trying to... So it's very... But it's trying to it's put trying to the adapt. adaptation of the book, which is... Yeah, like, it's, uh, it's yeah. a weird mix. It's trying to, like, satisfy people fans of, like, both sides well, of things. I, and Stephen King, and noted Stephen hater King. of yeah. The Shining. <laughs> well, well, I mean, the, to be fair, more people have seen the movie than have read the yeah. book. Oh. So if you go in and be like, The Shining, or at The Overlook Exploded, people will be like, no, oh, I don't know about that. Excuse yeah. me, I've seen the movie, it did not. Yeah. But... So I have no idea how different. <laughs> I'm currently reading the book, and I'm not very far in. And there's some wild stuff in the book. Cool. Well, that's great. And then, how do you, how do you feel about um, the the final return to the Overlook? Because it's a long movie, and you actually don't <gasps> spend that much time there. No, the it's like the last thirty minutes. I would yeah. say that they have the. I thought it was. I think I leaned over to Ryan, and I was like, "Dude, this is fucking." Awesome. It, it was. Yeah. I was enjoying it a lot. I think. I think it's. I think it's it, great. It doesn't feel very. It doesn't feel too like. Oh, remember this thing or remember no. that thing. It. It feels very like chilling at first because I don't. I don't want to get too much into spoiler. Because it's very it. cold. Because it's very cold. <laughs> yeah. But like when they first go there, it's just Danny walking around and it's just empty. Oh my god. The f- I'll spoil one line where he's like, I have to go in and wake it up. And I was like, yeah. oh yeah. shit! That was pretty good. <laughs> and it, it doesn't it doesn't directly call back to stuff, but it'll put them in situations that mirror stuff that mm-hmm. happened in The Shining. It's like, oh, oh. And there's other subtle ones throughout the movie, like the one, the one sequence in the office where he's getting hired for the job, and it's the same as the office that yes, Jack yes. was getting hired mm-hmm. at mm. the original. It's really cool. There's some cool stuff. I think it's, it's a big, it's kind of a big mess, but it's also a fun mess, and it's not as obnoxious as I thought it was going to be. Hmm. I wonder. So is this the this is the third Stephen King, uh, movie of the year? Yes. Um. Which is weird. It's you know, it's weird that in a, after a post it world, did you forget about I, Pet I Cemetery? Yeah, I did. I hate that movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's weird that the success of it has sort of made this like sort of renaissance of Stephen King adaptations mm-hmm. and renaissance in like sneer quotes because some of it's good um, and some of it doesn't make any money. Some, what like, about Dr. Sleep Tall made. Grass, guys? Mm. That's true. That's four technically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure but, there's more that we're forgetting. Probably, maybe someone like fucking Redbox maybe has an exclusive DVD rental Stephen King adaptation short story somewhere. Um, 1409. Yeah. So, so the story is that this, so November has a, a, a fun narrative because it was sort of like, yo, all these movies are fucking bombing. Uh, and then we get to the end of the month. It's like, oh, actually, I think we're good. Right. It's just that, nope, you know, people, maybe, yeah. But I think people felt bad about Dr. Sleep specifically because it was a good movie. Um, I it, I don't think it it didn't bomb bomb. It, it didn't do well. It it 
it under it really underperformed. But I don't know yeah. what they expect. I honestly don't know what they expected. It's I, true. They were probably like, we got Stephen. Well, I mean, yeah, Stephen King, but they were shiny. like, they're shiny. Everybody loves that guy. Oh my god, I did like in the trailer where it has the fucking song at the end of it that was great oh my god they did like a revamped version of that song in the movie in dr sleep and it was spacey and it was great <laughs> it was awesome it sounds lame but it probably was lame but i really <laughs> liked it <laughs> um, so yeah like the audience for this is it's a it's a very i feel like i feel like it's a very narrow thing like mm-hmm. i think if it there's no way in hell this movie would ever be made like without it in solely on the fact that it's a follow up to the Shining, mm-hmm. I don't think so at all because it, it sounds like a weird thing and it looks like a weird thing. Yeah, because I'm sure there's a bunch of marketing people who are dying to put The Shining presents Doctor Sleep, <laughs> The Shining Universe, The oh. Stephen something, like, uh, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I want to watch that. Maybe is that something that I should watch for our discussions at the wrap up? Maybe not. Maybe. I, I think. I, I want to watch it again. I think it could... I think I have it fairly high on my list. I, I'm sure it'll okay. come up in, like... Something. Mm, something, yeah. Something. yeah. <laughs> Best horror movie. Yeah, definitely. Because we list every horror movie. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That is true. Um, well, I don't really have a, a segue for this. Uh, Speaking of movies bombing... Yeah, holy yeah. moly. Charlie's Angels. Elizabeth Banks. A motion picture written, produced... Directed and starring Elizabeth Banks, mm-hmm. Charlie's Angels, the Hideo Kojima of <laughs> the motion picture world. Uh, no, uh, so here's the thing: with, the, the thing with Charlie's Angels is, listen, they brought back Charlie's Angels, yeah, and really, it's a kind of it's a movie that you know recognizes what came before it, the series, and the two movies before we we saw the ni- 2000, 1999. I don't even remember anymore. 2000. Something. It has major yeah. 2000 energy, but yeah. it might be the early 90s. It was there. directed by Mick G. So it yes. was Mick G. Gosh dang. Um, so yeah, I don't know. This okay, the movie's fine. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's it's fine. I like Kristen Stewart. I wish there was more Kristen Stewart. I wish she was so because the marketing made it seem like she was the person, but they all mm-hmm. sort of like share equal screen time. Mm-hmm. I think Naomi Watts. Uh, not Naomi Watts. Naomi Scott. Sorry, Naomi Watts is on this movie. Uh, Naomi Scott, a Power Rangers a fame. We're mm-hmm. big supporters, recognizers of, <laughs> yeah. shout outers of <laughs> Power Rangers. We will not stop talking about Power Rangers twenty seven. You can't make us. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I wish this movie was more fun. I don't yeah. know. I liked Kristen Stewart in it the best yeah. out of anyone. Totally. And I really liked... It's different character see, for I really, her yeah, also. Yeah, I really like to see her having fun, fun. in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I like to watch a movie where Kristen Stewart is not miserable. <laughs> so that's really fun. And yeah, she was she was a goofball the whole movie. And she had she served some looks. And that she was did. Great. It was mm-hmm. great. Oh, man, I just remembered those shorts. The, the booty Sweet. shorts. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. And she had really good Holy makeup in one scene. I don't remember what it looked like, but... One of her makeup looks, I was like, because oh. she, um, she just, she just gets it. She, she gets cool. it. You know what's about that, Kristen Stewart? I don't know, man. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, fucking Naomi um, Scott's. Well, yeah, yeah. set up for this one. Naomi Scott's like working at a tech company. Uh, it's like they have like a power thing. It's like oh, it connects like through a network and then like 
produces power. I don't even remember. I don't it. remember. God, it was like the most wow. like like it felt like it would have been one episode of Charlie's Angels, like the Amazon Prime series, like since the setup. Yeah. Fun uh. fact: Did you know that there was a newer Charlie's Angel TV show that lasted half a season? I think oh. it was on ABC. Nope. No. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I think it was like. Three. So years you're ago? saying that should have been maybe a warning to Elizabeth Banks that the... no, no, she no. didn't know about it either. <laughs> That's probably Wait, what? The problem. <laughs> um, yeah, Ryan, what did you think of this movie? Obviously, you guys are haters. This movie's <laughs> fun as hell. I loved it. It's just, it's just the kind of like simple, cheesy, silly action movie. Sure, that, but it's like, like a seven. It is like the most. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll admit it, it is, but like, it's not like offensive, no, offensive in any way. It exists. It's just huh? fun and. Ryan, what's up? I'm gonna need you <laughs> to think about this movie. Okay. And how would you feel about it if it didn't have Kristen Stewart in it? Terrible. <laughs> I'm See, kidding. No, no, I'm kidding. I, I totally I, think it would. Be, I think it still be inoffensive. I just think. Yeah, it I think it still would have been like fun and, and interesting because maybe Naomi, a six instead of seven. Because Naomi Scott and uh, Ella Belinska are both really good in I their really roles. Yeah, Ella's really yeah. good actually. She's very, very good. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it, it's hard to know, especially because Elizabeth Banks wrote the movie for Christian Stewart. Um, yeah, for that, that role, sense. so it, it's hard. It, it's hard to take her out of that. Given that, that but, it's very hard to take. Yeah, yeah. but I think if, if in a world where they couldn't book her, I think it still would have been like a fine, fun kind of thing. Okay, because it's just, it's just. I don't know, man. I, the whole movie, I wasn't like, I'm bored. I was just like, this is a movie. Yeah, it's this is what Don and Joe would call a normal movie. I'm so tired <laughs> of us watching smart movies or whatever. <laughs> this is a normal movie. I, I told Ryan that Charlie's Angels is his polar. It is. Because I only liked polar so much because I'm in love with Matt Spickles. Well, you know if it was anyone else, I'd be like, the sad, it wouldn't be as the funny. The sad thing about this is, and the real tragedy of this, that I thought this was going to be the thing that would bring back Kirsten Stewart. Like everyone loves yeah, her, like in the true. public eye. Everyone, yeah, yeah everyone yeah. loves her, really. But I, which is a bummer. No, I had a talk with um some. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> I I had a talk with some of my new coworkers, and my new office is very against Christian Stewart. Uh oh. And That's, I, uh... two weeks have been put in. <laughs> it is. I'm out of there, baby. Can't cannot. I will not be in an unsafe environment. <laughs> cannot do it. Um, but no, I I just. It's a fun movie. I especially f- like the the one like heisty scene with uh, the bowl cuts. I think was probably, that was cute. Yeah, that oh, was yeah, that, that was, was good. That was probably my highlight out of it. I feel like that's probably where because you're a big Noah Centino fan. No, okay. <laughs> if I could take one person out of this movie, oh, yeah. place them again. Where... I don't know anything about the kids are. If I could take one one kids, all one... of your the whole row of us fucking grown. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> if I could take one person out of this movie and replace them with a Log, and nothing in the movie, including anyone's reactions or the way they treat him, change. It would be Noah Centrino or whatever his stupid name. Centrino. It's a log. Quality. It's just, it's, he's just so. Apparently, like he was there. Like he was like um. 
Like he again, because the way you guys acted and the way his character is like, oh my god, this guy is so fucking hot. He's fucking, not. No, he's not. I, I he's know, terrible. But, but the way he played him is like, what fucking lady wouldn't love this fucking guy? Yeah, I guess. And I was, that's the vibe I got from like the movie because he doesn't do what? jack shit no, in that movie. No. He's just there, and then you, and people are like, oh, that's that guy. I hate him. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. It's Netflix boy. It's it is Netflix. Is he in the tall girl? No, no, he Dang. was in all the girls I loved before, all the boys I loved before. Oh. He was douchebag boy who somehow became the the one she ended up with for oh. some reason. Wow, I remember. spoilers! What's your face had a better movie this year? I forget her name off the top of my head right now. Who was the star of that movie? The star of that movie. Um, oh, she was in Hustlers. She was in Hustlers. Yes, oh, she was the cool. next. I forget her name. Though she was the the lead with Jennifer Lopez. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. But yeah, good for her. Better movie than. Uh, there's gonna the be they announced there's oh, two sequels oh, I know, I know, to all the boys and this podcast will be <laughs> I thought you were gonna say there's gonna be sequels to Hustlers I was like what? what? <laughs> weird you're I welcome think, I mean there's gonna be another financial crisis soon so it'll be a little exactly. please look forward to that <laughs> anyways Charlie's Angels Charlie's yeah. Angels shout outs to the glittery golden ass uh Temporary tattoo they handed out. Yeah, oh, yeah. the free soundtrack. Shout and out the to free soundtrack. How many Ariana Grande songs are in this fucking holy moly? <laughs> Shout out to uh, Kristen Stewart's booty shorts. Hell Jesus yeah. Christ. Shout out to Lana Del Rey just not caring. But that was the bit. Like, <laughs> I know, her. it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. She's just like aloof. And I love that. Um, Go uh, see Charlie's Angels and then send Elizabeth Fink a check for $6 right on there as the memo. Sorry, I did see your movie. Oh, I remember something that I did genuinely enjoy about Okay. Okay. That part where... The ending. Uh, near the ending <laughs> no. where someone, mm -mm. someone has a misfortunate thing happen and they die. And Sam Claflin is like, why does this keep happening? <laughs> that makes me laugh. That's pretty good. <laughs> Anyways, Charlie's Angels. Uh, the next movie here, I don't know anything about it. So, Ooh, oh wait, I've seen the trailer. Stuff. This is an Amazon movie, right? Yeah. So I this is the report. Said I would watch it and then didn't. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, I would watch for just Adam Driver and John Hamm, but then I went to. I know nothing about this. I hate to spoil it, but John Hamm's not in it. That what much. the shit? It mostly is an Adam Driver. I'm assuming report. that. Adam Driver is trying to uncover some truth that so somebody is. Adam, to it is hacking. No. Aww. So Adam Driver, it's it's based on a true story. Um, Adam Driver plays um, a Senate staffer who's charged to um, lead an investigation on the um, CIA interrogation videotapes because after 9-11, the CIA did some things. Kind of went hog wild there, huh? Yeah. They kind of had a lot they of fun over did, there. They kind of did. They got a little crazy. <laughs> some would say they got a little twisted. Oh, no. Mm. Um, and this is all about him kind of uncovering... Um, everything that happened um, with them and the tapes and how the government kind of try to put that on the rug and they try to t take away, um, you know, staff from him. Uh, the first major thing is all the Republicans on the committee meeting just kind of like left like, we don't want to be part of this. Fuck this. And then other people left just because it was this long investigation. And by the time they finally had information on it, um, you know, people, the powers that be would not vote for it basically we don't want people to know um or there's no there's not enough evidence even though there's clearly evidence here because they you know destroyed they got rid of some tapes um, all they had was like written files um it's all just him uncovering all that and it's fine like the story itself is interesting um there's is it Amazon that? Oh yeah, Amazon Prime's got some okay stuff. It has they, they some funded, okay stuff. They funded Suspiria. They so. also 
Yeah, I think my issues with it is it it kind of jumps around time periods a lot. Like it begins with nine eleven. Um, you don't see nine eleven, so that's that that's fine. September eleven, September eleven, two thousand one. I think it's, driving, I think it's literally like September sixteenth, two thousand one, oh. and he's like one so, week after the vote, whatever. And he's like, I want to become a Senate staffer or something, and he interviews with John Hamm, and John Hamm's like, no. <laughs> Then two years later, he got the job through Nether Beans. This movie sounds great. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, How long is this movie? It's it's a typical, like, I think, I want to say like two an hour and a half? 50. Hour 50? Oh. Yeah, it's a simple kind of thing. Um, Did you say an hour 50 or two hours? An hour 50. Well, that's pretty short, honestly, for these type of movies. Yeah. Um, well, it's short because there's not much, not like, much. <laughs> else going on. Oh, uh, okay. Like, it's... Like when you see a movie like this, like something like, like say Dark Waters, Adam like Driver dark, and Mark like Ruffalo, dark, like Dark Waters, this. or like a Spotlight, yeah, exactly. Or any movie where I'm gonna some... uncover the truth, yeah, I'm gonna we uncover won't let the you. truth. Like goddamn it, again, no. <laughs> is this movie less boring than The Post? I haven't seen The Post. You wanted to like The Post. I it, it was. I get more bored of it the more I yeah. think about it. It was all right. Well, I just like Meryl Streep. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Going into it, like, yeah. <laughs> Do you like a really tall man? <laughs> I do love Adam Driver. Um, but it's just kind of boring in the sense that, like, the character is, like, he's so committed to his job, he doesn't, you know... Does he seem, like, fake at some point? Like, yeah, he doesn't... Like, he doesn't, no person he doesn't have a wife or a girlfriend or an SO. He, all, he doesn't really have any friends outside of work. Um, all he's doing in this movie is uncovering what's going on. Like, so, I know the truth. I'm not yeah. gonna stop. You gotta stop that. Yeah. I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> and like what? And like that's real, and that that's genuine. But from like a film standpoint, like in other films like this, there's like other things infecting that. You see, like how the stress of this, you know, thing that he's in so deep is affecting like the personal life around sure. him. Sure. Like in Spotlight, you know, everyone in that movie they just kind of get angry. That was a good movie. Spotlight is fantastic. Um, just because of the, the thing that they were uncovering. And, you know, the forces that be were not letting them take that out, and they were taking out that frustration on other things. Um, on this, he just keeps, you know, trying to get the truth out there, and that's totally fine. Yeah. He gives a good enough performance, but there's nothing particularly stand out about it. At the end of the day, it just feels like a movie, you know? What a great year for just, a great month for just movies. Just a movie, yeah. Um, so that's, it's kind of disappointing in that sense, but... You know, it's an interesting enough story. Um, the torture scenes were not fun to watch because they would just flash back to them torturing people. Mm. And it's like, ugh, that's not fun. <laughs> you know there's a good movie? Yuck. Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, yuck. Zero Dark Thirty was a good movie. Okay. <laughs> so, what if I told you 20 minutes into the report, Adam Driver is watching the movie Zero Dark Thirty in theaters and he's like, this is bullshit! That's not how it happened! <laughs> What? Does that happen? Yes! It's so funny! It's so funny! Like 20 minutes in! Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot about that. What the fuck? I'm so glad you brought up Zero Dark Thirty. Maybe this movie's bad, actually. Oh man. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to make up an an analog to that and I can't Does he do that in the theater? <laughs> he's what? He just freaks out. No, it's not in the theater. He's like at his home oh. and it's on TV. He's like, yeah. Or maybe he's watching. No, he's he's watching the movie. I was thinking, is what's in the trailer? But he wouldn't get the sense of that from the trailer. 
Um, but yeah, it's really funny, and I don't think it's supposed to. Wow. Be. But that is definitely a standout moment that's in that movie. All right. Well, um, that's the yeah, report. The report. Amazon Prime. Um, there you go. Speaking of streaming, our streaming future, our streaming present. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, Talk about a man who hates real cinema. Uh, a man known famously for his role in Shark Tale, <laughs> Martin oh, Scorsese. Funny story. I was, I was over at uh, our friend Greg and Richard's house, and uh, <laughs> Greg was Tale? asleep. And I was like, I was scrolling through the movies, and I was like, what could I put on to wake Greg up? And I was like, Shark Tale. <laughs> so I started playing Shark Tale, and I had forgotten that Martin Scorsese in that movie, was in that yes. movie. And I saw him in the credits, and I was like, "Excuse me, this guy's been dunking on yeah. Marvel, and he's in goddamn Shark Tale." Will <laughs> yep. Smith uh, is fucking Renee Zellweger in that. Movie? Yeah, she's in she's in that movie, right? I don't know. Angelina Jolie is definitely Angelina Jolie's the hot fish. The fucking again, that movie <laughs> was doing what Cats what was did. What did I just over Fucking years. <laughs> I never watched Shark Tale. I'm sorry. It's, it's weird. She was the sexy fish. Right? It was weird because they tried Fine, to make geez. all the animals look like the actors, and it was fucking weird, especially because Will Smith is like, you tried to make him look like a black man, but he's a fish, and it's weird. Um, anyway. Anyways. We'll talk more about Will Smith playing animated characters later on in this podcast. Oh, that's true. Wait, what? Um, but, but, Carrie, tell me about um, the <laughs> Irishman. Excuse me. I watched The Irishman. Okay, so I legit don't know anything about this movie. I just know it as a meme and that it exists. That's all. I, I literally don't know. Like, at some point, Robert De Niro becomes old. That's all I know. <laughs> so, uh, that's all I can just say about life. It's based, <laughs> it's based on true events, I believe. It's I'm based, it's an adaptation of, well, it's an adaptation of the novel I Heard You Paint Houses. And that's like the working to. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it's a cool title. It's like uh, the working title of the film because it's about these feuding mobsters and uh, painting houses is like a, a way of saying, I heard you kill people. So like you splatter oh, blood on the walls. Man. But uh, so Robert De Niro plays this war veteran guy who is a truck driver. And, uh, well, the entire, like, bookends of the movie is him sitting in an old folks' home telling the story of his life. Hmm. And, uh, he, I don't remember his real-life person name, but, uh, he was, he met this guy at this truck stop because he was having truck problems. And this guy helped him out, and, uh, the guy wouldn't tell him who he was. And then later, he gets involved with some mob stuff through his driving and he finds that guy again who was uh this dude something buffalino and he was in charge of this like mob syndicate or whatever so then robert de niro gets involved with them and then jimmy hoffa also becomes involved and it's very dense. There's a lot of things happening. And I am a very stupid person. <laughs> so I was having trouble keeping up with all the different, like, if I watched it again, I would have been able to piece it together a little better. But basically, it's the evolution of Robert De Niro becoming more and more uh, involved with the mafia and killing people and like going up in the ranks but then there's like these two groups like the jimmy hoffa group and the buffalino group and they start 
as allies, and then they kind of split off from each other, and then Robert De Niro is kind of caught in the middle. And it just is a retrospective from his perspective about all the things that he did throughout his life that he regrets, and the ramifications of those things, and how he became more callous to murdering people, Mm. and it's just... It ends on, like, a very, very melancholy... Like, I don't know what I was expecting from this movie, because I heard people talking about how there's some violence in it, and I thought it would be, like, a big bombastic gangster movie for some reason. Like, Martin's... No, he did not make... No, no, he didn't make that. Never mind. But I thought it would be more like that, but it was a lot more just reflective and sad, and it was... It was really good. Like, I want to watch it again, because the more I think about it, the more I really like it. So my thing is, um, and I don't know how mu- how familiar are you with the filmography of one Martin Scorsese? Not, not Hugo. I watched Hugo. <laughs> everything you told me about this, and like it, it all feels like the Robert. If I was to put a computer generator and put in Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, fucking Al Pacino, mm-hmm. what is that guy Bobby Calvione, like the most Italian motherfucker in the world? <laughs> um, if I was to put everyone in a movie, like it just feels like a rant. The pitch sounds like a random number generated, like old boys club, like film movie. Yeah. Like it's like this these, is like, like a Martin hogs. Scorsese movie. Yes. This is like Wild Hogs, but serious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the um, it just feels like that, like that kind of movie. Um, but I guess you, you still find it like I don't pretty, know. I just I especially found, when you told me it was like it's so long. I was like, man, it's just it feels like. I don't know. It just feels like the pitch just sounds like someone like doing what they do to the you like gave you yeah. like you uncovered a movie that came out twenty years ago. Kind well, this movie was I mean, in development hell, so I know that. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a good it's a good movie, and yeah. a lot of the details are really cool. The de-aging is kind of jarring, but and they give Robert De Niro piercing blue eyes, which I was upset by. Hmm. <laughs> but because uh, I was like, he doesn't have blue eyes. I don't think, does he? No, I don't so, think so. It, it was making me think of uh, Johnny Depp in Black Mass. Um, I never <laughs> but, saw uh, that. I think you did. I you did. Saw it in theaters. You didn't? No. Oh. I would remember because it's got the Coach Johnson in it, right? See, I remember it as Dakota Johnson, and, and you would think that was a proof See, that I, I saw it. I only remember I Johnny Depp, Benedict Cumberbatch, and Joel. Yeah, I never saw it. it, it it's yeah. okay. But anyway, uh, yeah, I think The Irishman is really good. And is it actually is it getting so like some of these Netflix movies have had a small theatrical run? Is this getting it? It, 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 it had was one, in yeah. theaters. Yeah, oh. I don't think it played anywhere around. Here. I don't think no, so either. That, that was the same thing with Moore's Marriage Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would prefer to watch this in a. Movie theater. I think I would too, cause I I like the comfort of watching it at home, but I am so bad at staying focused when I'm watching a movie at home. Sometimes. Yeah, same here. So I if I'm like millennials, in a, in am I right? <laughs> if I'm in a theater, I'm like in sure, a tiny chair. I can chair, be here, just like facing a screen. Just give me absorbing. whatever you want. I'll I'll suck it up. <laughs> but it's it's good. The performances are really good, and it's just. It hit a lot more emotionally than I thought it would as huh. far as Robert De Niro's friendship with Jimmy Hoffa and a lot of the the decisions he has to make or the orders he is given, I guess. And it's it's good. I think it's worth a watch. And I am I am not opposed to breaking it down and watching it like a miniseries like that one dude on Twitter no. got roasted for. Yeah. Huh. 
Well, that's the Irishman. Um, Watch it. Martin Scorsese. Silence was the thing he did before that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was a weird movie. Did that have Adam Driver in it? No, that had Angel uh, Garfield. Yes. Uh, that's who it had. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Silence. Anyways. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood is oh, another boy. motion picture that got released in the November of 2019. Ryan. I did see it. You saw it. I, I admit it. We we walked in. The, we thought, I said, I don't remember everyone else, but I saw it. This felt like a very um, cheap version of fucking Will You Be My Neighbor from mm-hmm. last Here's year. In a very Oscar baity, very formulaic, very... Bohemian Rhapsody, am I right? Oof. <laughs> uh, so here's the thing. I've not seen the documentary, uh, Would You Be My Neighbor? And to be fair, I'm complaining. I haven't seen it. But I it's 100% good. agree with you with that statement. It's really good. Um, so, this is the story, so this is the story of uh, Larry Vogel, who was this um, Esquire magazine um, writer. He's kind of known for when he interviews people, he kind of tries to like prove there's some like dark underlined things oh. and one of his so um, he's a very cynical guy very cynical he's gonna meet guy. this very like and he, his life is so hard because he's the kind of guy t- who doesn't talk to his neighbors exactly <laughs> um because he and he blames it on like his dad and some other bad stuff that happened to his childhood and like to be fair his, his dad was a bit of a scumbag but you know whatever um, and then his um boss at Esquire assigns him to write a short like 300 word story on 300 words damn yeah that's that's short short. (laughs) yeah like like really short um on fred rogers um and he's like i don't want it i need you to write me one paragraph (laughs) yeah yeah literally and he's like oh and she's like just i could accidentally write 300 words of charlie's angels (laughs) yeah um, but then he goes over there and he meets uh, Fred Rogers and he's like kind of taken aback by how like kind and wonderful and perfect he is. And you get a sense that he's like, there's got to be something else going on here. He can't be the perfect, most genuine human being on the planet. And he talks to people, he's like, he's not the most perfect, genuine human being. He gets mad sometimes. But every time he talks to him, he's the most perfect, sweet, nice, honest person ever made. I would pay top dollar to see, like, Mr. Rogers cooking, and then he, like, accidentally spills milk on the counter or something. He's like, fuck! <laughs> that would be awesome! He's like, oh, man. Oh, dang. Oh, what a happy accident that was. <laughs> That's not. Wrong, wrong gentle soul. Yeah, wrong. Um, but yeah, it's just so boring. God. So did you see this? Why did you see this movie? Was this your oh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving movie? This was, this was uh, Thanksgiving yeah. family movie, yeah. I mean, I think out of the, the storied Ryan Thanksgiving <laughs> movies like collection, this has to be on the this top of it. This is better than Bad Santa, right? Okay, look, uh... <laughs> Getting my teeth broken is better than bad Santa, okay? <laughs> Let's just be real here. Yeah, this wasn't bad, and, like, there was some stuff I liked about it. Um, and some weird stuff. Uh, the movie has this framing device of if it was an episode of Mr. Mr. Rogers', Rogers neighborhood. neighborhood. So he, like, comes out and it begins the episode. like, let me tell you about my uh, friend, uh, Larry Vogel. Uh. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then it, like, cuts to, like, what's actually happening. It's, and that's all very weird. But it has some cute stuff, how, like, every, like, exterior shot is, like, shot as if it was the exterior of the show, which is all uh, those, like, Playmobil stuff. And that's all very cute. Because, huh. like, he's like, I gotta go to um, Philadelphia. Land of make-believe. 
Philadelphia or wherever oh. <laughs> um, that show was filmed. And you see, you know, the toy stuff. It's maybe a little too precious. And that's and that's pretty cute. And there's in the performance from Tom Hanks, the man who will not stop until he has portrayed every every, every, every fucking every person every American. every American on the planet. <laughs> he gives a fine enough performance. But again it goes to my thing of the film constantly hammers into you. He's not perfect. He's you know, he's always striving to do better, but you never see him actually doing that. There's one moment or toward the end where he just like kind of slams a piano and then just starts playing normally again, and that's it. <laughs> and it's like, and, whoa, calm down. No, because he did it when he was alone. Oh. Um, and like it wasn't, it, it didn't, it wasn't clear. It was like after everything that happened in the movie, so it, like wasn't clear what he would have been upset about at that point. It's so weird. <laughs> Imagine it being like, Ugh! and then he's like, "Oh, sorry, trying to replace me with a tiger." Yeah. <laughs> um, but my biggest thing is, I hated the guy who played Larry Vogel because the movie is about him, not Fred Rogers oh, okay. slash Matthew Rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really, the Tom Hanks character is supporting, if anything, because um, it's really about him and what he's doing and his struggles with his personal life and him kind of learning to you know be more open and accepting of other people despite what they might have done to him in the past and that is a sweet enough lesson i think you can take something away from this movie that helps you to you know live a better life where you don't you know hold things against people and how that you know takes a lot of stress off of you um, and that's a fine enough message but it it all goes back to like this is about a character in the the movie tells you this character is not a saint but everything he does is perfect and f- not flawed and just weird and it just it's it's just it just doesn't feel real it doesn't feel like a genuine yeah look at that. that's that's what it felt um like. and i don't doubt that fred rogers was a probably a perfect person Again, I haven't seen but the, then it goes to the movie. fact of maybe don't make a movie about him being a supporting character it's not going to do anything interesting with that or show like what his life is because i'd be interested in seeing what his life was like Mm -hmm. there's a interesting conversation where he's having where um he tells uh larry that um his kids never told any of their friends about what his dad did for a living until they were adults and that's interesting to see how the relationship between you know being the dad who's thought of like the dad of like everyone in America or even like worldwide. I can't remember how much of a reach that show had and how that would affect, you know, that actually being your father and what kind of, what that does to you. But no, it's just a small one liner. Um, and that's not explored at all. And that sucks. Cause I think Tom Hanks could have done a really cool performance, but it just felt like, it just felt like nothing in the end, you know? Hmm. This movie also not do great. No, yeah. it, it did well. Yeah? Okay. It, it didn't cost it's like it didn't, it didn't cost like any money because it oh. wasn't anything. But I can't uh, believe Tom Hanks has already played Walt Disney and fucking Fred Rogers. Like. And Sully, my three heroes. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, would you be my neighbor? It's fine. I think you can get something out of it, um, especially if you're a big fan of that show. I didn't realize until I started watching the recreations of the show in the movie that I did, in fact, watch that show. Oh, like, really? Oh, yeah, I did. I remember this more clearly now. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think I think it has a cute message there, but if you think about it from, like, a 
more critical eye. It's just kind of basic and boring. Yeah, that's what I kind of um, thought. Well, I'm glad that my preconceived notions were correct. Exactly. Guys, I have some big news. I just received an email that two of my pins were saved. <laughs> Love it. Please keep us up to date. I'm very excited. Uh, man, speaking about things that I'm cynical about. Um, Ryan. Yes. You are on the record uh, that you're not a big fan of the original Frozen movie. I am not a fan of Disney animation in general for the most Even Wreck-It Ralph? I like Wreck-It Ralph. That's a, that's a, that, that feels very different from the typical... I'm talking about the typical Big Disney. Hero 6. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. It's pretty disappointing. Um, Interstellar is a better movie. But I'm talking like your Cinderella's, Aladdin's, uh, okay. Tangled. Oh, those. Just everything Disney. Just, <laughs> just... Just like the, if you think of like a classic Disney movie, holes. Yes, <laughs> let's, let's love holes in with the Lion King, I guess, because those are similar things. You can't get into those holes. <laughs> I rewatched it because. Did okay. we have this conversation off mic? Okay, no, well, no, no. We had it on I the don't podcast. Remember anymore. But, uh, but uh, if you are interested in how stupid of a person I am, my friend has Disney Plus, and I was like, "Holes is here. Let's watch it." And it's not going to be available on Disney Plus until next year for like rights or whatever. And I was like, "Fuck, we can't watch." holes and then i was scrolling through on my amazon and on hbo that's it has holes yeah. so i was like i've had holes the whole time the whole time and i didn't even know great frozen 2 i hated the first frozen <laughs> i saw it in theaters on a thanksgiving with my friend and her mom for some reason 20... i was sat 2013 yeah, it feels... for some reason i was sat in between them which is not what you do when you go see a movie with your friend and their mom <laughs> When you're 18, <laughs> weird, but whatever. It was funny because the movie was bad. Um, but yeah, my issue with Frozen, which I believe with George, your issue with it, is it's, it just feels like every Disney cliche rolled into one. I, it, it doesn't feel exceptional to me. And I don't yeah, like the characters. And Let It Go is a good song. but it's a great song. It, yeah, it's, it's a very good song, but then it, that got fucked over because of how popular it is. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah and that's the only song I can remember from that movie. So. Uh, Love is an open door was my favorite. Oh yeah. Door. Love is an open door. Oh, my, one of my favorite memories from watching Frozen One is because you know it was Thanksgiving and I was an adult when I saw it. Uh, the theater was full of children, you know, small children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And would the big shocking reveal that Hans or whatever his name was was the villain? I just heard so many kids going, "Oh!" It's like, and I, and it's like you idiots, you idiots. It was so obvious, you stupid children. You should go downstairs. God. There's a there's one of the fucking people who live downstairs in this apartment complex. Their child, who I only assume, put up fucking sign that said "Saint Nick, stop here" in crayon. You should take it, crumple it down, and fucking be like, "You fucking dumbass, you idiot, you stupid idiot." That's a stranger that you're letting in your house. Are you a psychopath? Apparently, you're the guy from Booksmart. That's the bit you're doing here. God. Uh, so, Frozen 2. Frozen 2 uh, takes place about, it's not, I think it's like three years later. Mm. Uh, the town's doing just fine. The town of Frozen is I The town of Arendale. Arendale. Elsa's raining. Everything's happy. Everyone, it begins with the song of everyone being like, Everything's the same, and all your friends are so much having fun. We're all the same, and nothing changes, and that's fine. Everything's awesome. Yeah, pretty much like that. Um, and then it, there's this flashback of like the past of Arendelle, and they had this conflict with um, 
like a village that lived in like a mystical forest full of all these different mm. magical mm. Um, things, and it goes into like a magical kind of world Ooh. where um, do they go into the Christmas village? <laughs> the no. Thanksgiving village? No, it's it's like in this forest, the four elements like live, and the people can like. <laughs> Um, because the people of that village are, like, attuned and, like, one with the force, they can not, like, use the magic, but, like... Wait, so there the a magic, fire lady? The magic, yeah, is this the, avatar? The magic, the, the magic of the force helps them. So there is fire magic, there's water magic, there's air magic, and there's earth magic. So you're telling me everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked? I've never seen Avatar. Man, oh, you would love Avatar. You would like Avatar. No. Uh oh! Uh oh! <laughs> yes. Okay. And you're like the Listen, eighty let's person not, ever yeah, told me that. Let's not ruin this, for Ryan. You should, if you would watch Avatar, you'd really like it. You yeah, like literally it. everyone has told you me that. You'd like it, Ryan. Okay. So no. <laughs> I'm also not gonna ever watch Breaking Bad, Donna Joe. Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> Frozen two. Either. <laughs> Frozen two. Um. So there was this conflict, and now basically, um, the two nations got into a war, oh. and now there's this. <laughs> mystical fog that's blocked off the forest and you know they they can't they can't go there anymore but one day elsa hears um a voice coming from the other the, side the other side and she decides to go well she sings a song and then because she sang a song some magic leaked out and the town of all almost got destroyed like immediately through a horrible earthquake. Oh, no. So everyone had to evacuate the town because what? Elsa had to like Elsa you know, stop having to... stop having emotional moments stop, out in the wilderness. Stop, stop hitting those bars, Elsa. Damn. But um <laughs> <laughs> But then she um her sister uh Olaf and boyfriend boy um all go And uh, the moose? And the moose and the reindeer, sorry. Oh. Um, I'll go on the adventure to uh, the woods to figure out what's going on. Um, oh, what's Kristen Bell's character's name? Anna. 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 <laughs> uh, she doesn't have a, any character arc at all. People keep telling oh. me that something interesting happens with her, but nothing does at all. Um, boyfriend, his whole thing is he wants to propose to Anna, but... Kristoff? Kristoff, yeah. But things keep getting awkward, and he just can't say it right. You know, that whole cliche. It's fine. Uh, that does, however, so the best song in this movie, and uh -huh. I cannot tell you how surprised I was, is Kristoff has a song in the woods. Oh. And it is like a... Bop? It is. It's like a Michael Bol Bolton-esque power ballad. Whoa. And it's the most incredible thing I've seen in a long time. Because at first I thought, like, they didn't know that they were being cheesy with it. And then they, like, hit it. And I was like, fucking damn, so that's great. Is it, like, is it as good as the duet in Into the Woods between Chris Pine and Other Prince? The Agony duet, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. It's, is it it's, that level of self-aware cheese? It's it's that level of self-aware cheese, but, like, if it had, like, some Backstreet Boys level, like, what? power <laughs> behind it. It's great. It's really solid. That sounds um, pretty good. Olaf was surprisingly better. His whole thing is he, like, hit puberty. And uh, not in the sense that, like... So now he's got a big dick? No, in the sense that, like, he... Is this, like, a baby Groot to, like, teenage Groot? No, family? it's okay, it's good. in the way that he, like, 
is like discovering that life isn't fair and it's miserable and he doesn't understand it. He's like, oh, so what? he's lost his innocence. Yeah, basically. Okay. And he's and he has some funny moments um, <gasps> with that. How he's just kind of like discussing, you know, like it's weird how like life is kind of like meaningless, right? <laughs> um, another one of my favorite bits is when they eventually reach um, the the forest lady, the forest place with all the villagers. Um, who haven't seen anyone in a long time. Um, he recaps the events of Frozen 1. Oh, boy. Mm. And it's, on paper, it sounds bad, but in the theater, it was, like, really kind of good. Um, he, like, tells the whole story. My favorite bit is, like, and then their parents went off on a mystical voyage. <gasps> their parents are dead! And everyone, like, listening um, in, like, the village was like, <gasps> and, like, but, eat fucking popcorn. It was pretty, it was So it was, it's the Ant-Man bit? It's the Ant-Man bit, yeah. Uh, it was pretty, it was my pretty. My favorite bit. It was it was better. It, it was done better. It was it was fine, um, and then the whole movie is you know basically um, Elsa needs to use her powers to basically stop everything from happening. Um, but Anna's like, I need to help you, and it's like you're fucking useless though. You can't. You literally can't. I need to cross the ocean to do this. You can't cross the ocean. I can walk on water because of ice magic. You, you can't do anything. Oh yeah, is that scene from the trailer? awesome where she's like running on the ocean trying to it looked awesome the animations is really good and i like i really appreciated like the the like the color palette of this movie because a big criticism of frozen one is like yeah the snow looked very realistic and cool but it just looked so boring in the end yeah everything was all white and bland but this movie has a very like autumn vibe and as that was the stuff i liked from the trailers as that being my favorite season i liked that a lot just because everything was all like brown and orange and red and vibrant and it was all very pretty nice um but yeah the movie's still boring and kind of uh, okay. um, but it end. sounds like it's better than the first oh person. no it is better but it's not like like it has this like idea of like oh we're going to the whole theme of it is like going into like this unknown like breaking past um you know your comfort zone into doing something. That's that's the message this movie's trying to send to kids, basically. And like the big song from the movie is called "Into the Unknown." Mm. And yes. that, I've seen uh, people talking about this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that is the overarching theme of the movie for the kids, and that's fine enough. But the movie doesn't really go that far. I know some people might disagree with me because the big revelation of you know why the war happened, um, which was again like the revelation that hans was evil was really freaking obvious as soon as like you see like this um uh bridge and like someone like describes why that bridge is there you're like yeah that's exactly it i know the plot this movie is gonna go and it happens and it's like oh it's what a surprise it's what was this movie written for kids or something <laughs> so dumb um you're so smart Ryan. i know i'm big boy brain right now. <laughs> i'm so big smart um but yeah, it just doesn't go anywhere. Um, and I know you were joking with me about this off podcast. No one turned out to be gay, unfortunately. Boo! Boo! Boo. Um, and the film probably... I think the film had like a moment... I've seen people like make stills of like a moment that like people perceive as that. But it definitely mm-hmm. feels like a reach. Just because mm-hmm. it's her. It's just Elsa talking to one of the other girls in the movie <laughs> um, people are like oh she's totally gay look at the way she's looking at her it's like no geez, her face hasn't on. moved for the entire movie <laughs> yeah come on now 
Um, it's fine. It's, it is an improvement on Frozen 1. If you liked Frozen 1, then you'll definitely enjoy this. I just wish they'd stuck more to like going into the unknown and, you know, exploring. It actually exploring something interesting to like make kids think beyond the one really shitty reveal that they had. Um, cause that was pretty obvious and kind of typical of current politics and whatnot. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, it could have done more. It really easily could have, and that would have made it stand out to be something much more interesting. I think, especially in terms of, you know, a Disney sequel, those are all very paint by numbers and boring. I mean, to so, be fair, like this is probably the big, oh, in terms it, of Disney proper. Yeah. Like there was a tweet out. I saw someone like in my day, Frozen 2 would be a direct to VHS yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. And when we did, we would have been grateful for it. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, no, in that sense, it, much. It, it, it is hard to compare it to much, but it's no Simba's pride. It is no Simba's <laughs> pride, but really what could be, um, yeah, it's I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, really. Frozen Two, Frozen put it in the two. books. It's done. It feels it's weird that how long it took. It's like a generation. Yeah, almost. it took six years. I definitely feel like they're gonna make a third one, and I if probably they, a quicker turnaround, maybe. Maybe I I don't know. I think maybe the film kind of benefited from a long wait, um, just because you know kids kind of grew up with that. Which sure, is, that makes it, sense. Which yeah. is it? That's really cool because you know someone who was six who saw it is now twelve. Twelve, and. Yeah, and that's that's interesting. So I I hope you know when Frozen Three comes around, they they go more into you know interesting revelations. Olaf finally dies or something. I don't know. Finally, no. Spoiler alert. Oh no, he's fine. Well, ah! that's Frozen Two. Uh, there it is in the books. Do we know what the next thing they're working on is? Is it so- no Souls is a Pixar thing? Disney Animation. Um, they already did a new record, Ralph. Big Hero 6 turned into a cartoon, and then the Kingdom Hearts thing. Um, let me, let me it, look it that new th- Maybe it's a probably a new thing. Um, I love Walt Disney. I'm trying to, I'm trying to kill time. Mm. You love <laughs> Walt Disney because he may someday own this podcast. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> um, well, whatever, Ryan. Tell us at the uh, end of the... I'm, oh, I'm, he's almost there. I'm almost oh, there. I'm rolling oh, down oh, the list. Oh, it's... It's... Oh, it's... it's, it's uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh, the yeah, I, I saw I saw a thing for that. That looks okay. And then Untitled Baron Howard film. <laughs> I don't know who that is. No one does. Well. Cool. Let me tell you about a movie that I have a lot of energy for and a lot of passion <laughs> for. Uh, Ryan Johnson's Knives Out. Holy moly. So th- th- this movie, um, I walked out of this movie very happy because I loved the movie, but also because I was very happy for our friend Carrie. Um <laughs> We talked about how the uh, my expectations were metered. The our expectations I are through the fucking roof. I do not know rope. how to meter expectations. How do you do that? Um, <laughs> so yes, this is the Who Done It movie starring a fucking Ana de Armas, Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Tony Collette, uh, Don Johnson, uh, Lekith Stanfield as the fucking what's his name? He's that? a cop. He's a cop. That's who he is. Yeah. Cop friend. Cop friend. Uh, plumber Tony collects my wife. Uh, just a fucking incredible <laughs> cast of fucking character actors. Um, it really is. A bunch like just a bunch of people who would be fucking dumb characters in the clue board. People uh, who you think would murder a man. People who say. you would murder a man. Um, and you make a whodunit movie. And sweet Jesus Christ, this movie lived up to every single 
bit of potential Hell to me. Yeah. Holy shit, Hell man, this yeah, movie. Dude. Um, yeah, for me, uh, this movie, I, like I said, I, I came in with very metered expectations. Um, I love Clue. I love. I haven't seen a lot of whodunit. Like I haven't chased that genre. No. I know there's like there's more movies besides Clue in this genre, but yeah. all I know is Clue. Uh, so that's when my dumb brain compares it. It's like, oh, it's like right. Clue. Um, but yeah, like I obviously, I obviously love everyone in this movie. Actually, I didn't know much about Ana de Armas because I didn't see Blade Runner. Yeah, I so, remembered her from that, but I hadn't. I don't know if I've seen her. In so I was like, else. I don't know who this person is. This is cool. And she's fantastic. She's fantastic mm-hmm. in it. Um, and apparently, she's in uh, the new Bond movie as well. Ooh. Um, so, yeah, Tony Collette. You got fucking Christopher Plummer as the fucking old man who's got the fucking fortune who died. Like <laughs> everything about it, the setup sounds so goddamn good. Um, and just, and every level for me, it's just fantastic. Great. It's perfect. Yeah, I think it, it's not only the, the mystery itself, but what it does with its characters and it recognizes it doesn't have enough time to give everyone a spotlight, but they're just small but moments. Do, yeah. <laughs> but like the small moments, like fucking Michael Shannon on the back of your fucking left ear saying, maybe they put some fucking cookies in that well. <laughs> yeah. like it's fucking no, my <laughs> favorite character defining moment for Michael Shannon is at the beginning when uh, she, he calls the girl and she picks it up and she's like, hi, Walt. And she's like, hey, it's Walt. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking old ass. But yeah, I, I, I'm trying to come up with actual critical thoughts without me just saying how goddamn good this movie is. But I think it benefits from the fact that it's very much it knows what it is. It's being a tribute to those types of movies, and it realizes that there is a suspension of disbelief. If we put like fucking Lakeith's character, like later in the movie, he's like, listen, LeBlanc, I know where you're going with this, but and then there's the other, the fucking Mark character, Mark, Mark cop. And he's like, no, 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 no. Cause like, we're that, we're that yeah, guy. Yeah. Like, we want this Keep movie. Going. This movie yes, has yes, gone yes. the whole way. This movie has gone, like yeah. has played it. Like, you know what you are. You're not pretending like, uh, we're going to play a little bit serious. Like, no, 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 no. This is a fucking murder mystery party. Uh, and everyone's fucking overacting the fuck, and it's fantastic. <laughs> I love this movie so um, much. <laughs> and not only that, like, it, for me personally, I wasn't expecting the sort of, the immigrant story. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, I'm not gonna go out in Variety.com, George Cruz, right, fucking Knives Out is what Get Out was for black people. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> but there is that feeling. But maybe you should. <laughs> but, but there is that feeling of, like, when you are in that situation, like, you're, you're subservient to like fucking people with money and service like people who do like chores or do mm-hmm. cleaning like it is a very common job for my people um and you know like that fear of like somebody could just if you have a parent who's like not documented like you don't think about it because you expect the best out of people mm-hmm. um but when put into a corner uh, and it's their fucking money right. and yeah, and I saw a bad Twilight Zone episode from the fucking new series where it kind of did that deal, but it was very on the nose, and it turns out they were aliens oh who crossed from the, oh, a fucking dimensional oh, border. Episode, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I think it does it well. I, I think it... This is another entry in our ever-expanding uh, society film Yes, category. it is very much society, <laughs> but it's so easy to fucking trip. It is so easy yeah. to fucking, like, oh, yikes. Um, and I think it does it so well suddenly, and it helps that yeah. Ana de Armas is so fucking goddamn good. Mm-hmm. Um, that she, her, her real character is like, you're really just, you're the protagonist, you're the hero character, mm-hmm. you're pure, and it works. It doesn't feel like, 
I mean, she is playing like a role because everyone's playing a role in this movie. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I love Knives Out so goddamn much. It's fantastic. Good. Uh, Carrie. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> Carrie, as someone who watched the trailer and cried, how do you feel? I was so happy for you when I watched out of this oh movie. Oh my god. I, I'll, okay, uh, I'll paint a picture for you. I did not know that they were doing advanced screenings of this movie because I I was planning on going on Thanksgiving, so I just wasn't looking. Yeah, we and were I, both planning on abandoning our families, families to yeah. see it. Right. But, so that I found out that they were having advanced screenings. I I was so sick. Like, I was very ill. I should not have left my house. But <laughs> I went to Knives Out and I sat in row zero. <laughs> I coughed my way through the entire movie and it was the best movie of the year. I love it. Holy fucking shit. Like, this is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> and I was so happy. <laughs> the fucking donut bit. I was was very dying <laughs> oh my god and daniel craig is so fucking good in this he movie is. oh my i told you this care i don't know if goodness. i told george but i want daniel craig being like i suspect foul play <laughs> to be my ringtone when it's i get, so, ever get a notification i wonder how the folks at universal knowing like we are immediately dropping a trailer for 007 after this movie comes out and it's such a fucking <laughs> different character for a fucking a different character who also happens to wear suits yes exactly uh a very distinguished gentleman but the, the fucking writing in this movie is so good. And there's so much setup and payoff that's so fucking satisfying. And there's so many, like, I bet if I saw it again, there's so many just, like, small details. Yes, and small, I saw it twice. Small it? character things that they say, like you said, in the background. Like, there's so much layered dialogue that you can pick up on so much more, like, just quick jokes right. that you don't hear the first time. Where that it's one like, fucking thread that Daniel Craig at the end ties in. At the time, the first time I was watching, I was like, I don't know where the fuck that came from. And then they say, right. like, oh, I remember now. Okay, yep, oh, that makes sense so, now. It's, and, like, everyone is just performing so well. It's so fun. It's just great. It's, <laughs> it makes yeah. me happy. Uh, yeah. It's, 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 it's fantastic. Love it a lot. And um, it does, I, I know it's kind of a meme to say this about Ryan Johnson, but it does, like, unique things that you wouldn't, maybe expect from a, a whodunit thing like it takes it subverts your expectations you might say and it's just it's cool it's cool yeah and with that like it seemed like huh, i don't want to talk about it actually but we're gonna, this isn't a spoiler cast for knives out yes oh. ryan, ryan how'd you feel about this i i also loved it a lot um i also saw it in row zero Hell so yeah i want to watch it again without the neck pain because <laughs> it's, it okay. wasn't uh. i think Alamo is a lot better than like it is at Twin Creek. You're literally yes. right on the screen. Yeah, but like at least with Twin Creek, you can roll the seat back a bit. Yeah, but I think I think Alamo's row zero is like Twin Creek's row two. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, mm, I don't know. I've been in row one, so I can't speak to zero. I guess, but <laughs> we're getting into fucking semantics there. I'm just saying, I, I, my neck was in pain after well, that. Well, maybe you're just a big old baby. That's true. Ryan. It's true. But I, like, I was dying. I know <laughs> you were dying. I know you died on that floor. <laughs> it's fine, but, but yeah, I liked it a lot. I want to see it again. Yeah. I haven't seen it twice like you guys. Um, I just, I just want to soak. Every, 
much like with another Ryan Johnson film that I love. Ah, yes. That, that has some people who don't like it, let's say. <laughs> um, when I saw that film the second time, that's when I really appreciated everything. And I feel like I'll have that again with this one. I just yes. need to... He's talking about Star Wars, my No, I thought he was talking about Looper. <laughs> you know what movie fucking sucks? <laughs> Looper? Looper, I hated it. God. It had some fun ideas, but... Fuck Looper. Fuck Looper. <laughs> um, what's his name? Uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. More like <laughs> sucking fat. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Yikes. Yikes out. Yikes out. Yeah. Knives Out. Uh, very good. Um, I know Phenomenal. it's your. I know it's your guys' favorite movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. It's in my top ten right now. I definitely want to move it up. Um, yeah. after it's the most fun I've had with a movie this whole Same. Year. It's just, especially, it's also a great crowd movie. Oh, oh my yeah. God, yeah. Especially like, but, Tor- it, it, towards the end with the reveals and whatnot, I definitely felt a lot of people again, being, like, it, gasping. It, <gasps> it felt like going into a genre movie, like a mm-hmm. horror movie, where like, we're all going into this movie, like knowing what we want yes. out of this. Yeah. So when the pet things happen, we partake and fucking like, oh, fucking like, or just <laughs> laugh out like, yeah. Like we're so, yeah, if you give me the, if you play, if you fucking play with me, you give what I want, I will be, reciprocate and yes. fucking go with you on this journey, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> um, uh, one of my favorite moments, I was sitting next to um, a stranger, and towards the end when they're starting to reveal things, um, it, it, it takes a while to get to a certain part, and the lady next to me was like, I can't take it, just get to the point, please! <laughs> I was like, like out loud. I was like, and I was watching like, it the second time. <laughs> watching it the second time, knowing how good it is at the payoff, I was like, oh my god, let's get to the payoff. Just do the donut part, but then go immediately to the payoff. <laughs> that made uh, me think of when one of the times I went to see Joker again, I sat next to a lady who I don't think has ever seen a movie before. <laughs> Because anytime anything happened, she was like, oh, what? Oh, my God. And then near the end, she's like, I'm so confused. <laughs> that was so funny. Were you sitting next I think to that was the same night. Were you sitting next to my mom? Yeah, I think. Oh, no. I was sitting, and that was the same night that someone got thrown out. Yes. <laughs> so it was a lively crowd. Mm. Anyway. Knives out. I, I was gonna say something and I don't remember anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was just that's fine. Um, was her was Ana de Armas character in Blade Runner a significant character? Yes, she was the uh, significant. She's other. the big pink lady. She's the oh. big pink lady, and she's the significant other of uh, Ryan Gosling's character. Yeah. Um, that movie played, feels like a long time. She, oh, that movie's so good. I should probably watch that. I want to rewatch. Talking it. about movies where I would love to take an actor and place them with a log, log. of wood. Um, Jared Leto. Leto in oh, Blade Runner. I Jared Leto. I, I, every, I always forget that he's in yeah. that movie. Yes. I thought you were going to say Ryan Gosling. I was like, No, he's hell? great in that movie. But Jared Leto just <laughs> eats the scenery and he sucks so much as a person. And if a log was just like, my children, that would have been great. <laughs> Um, yeah, Knives that Out. was November. That was November. November. Yay! Woo! We're almost we're done. almost done. Uh, now before the Playmobil, the movie. What the Man. fuck is this? Do you not know what Playmobil is? <laughs> no. The is toy that? that like Legos for chill for baby babies. They're like. They're like little smiley man with round they're, faces. They're, they're the great value of Legos. They are the great. They're oh. like there's like Lego Mega Blocks Playmobil. And they thought, what if we made a Lego movie starring Anna Taylor-Joy and Daniel Radcliffe? Oh. Man, the most two British I people I could Daniel think of. Daniel 
Radcliffe. S- same. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I know, it looks disgusting, isn't it? But there's what a Playmobil the movie, and guess what? It's apparently terrible. <laughs> I told you, it's like little round, like fake, they're like, if you were to look like stock, like copyright free toys, what like that. Like if you went to like the old timey, like a real. This rail... is the fucking Rose Art. Like, Damn. Uh, anyways, <laughs> apparently, I didn't know about this until like I saw someone tweet about it and also learned that they made a video game of the Playmobil okay, movie. I'll stop looking at Playmobil. I got, a, I got a press release and a review code for Playmobil, oh, the VR game. Um, what? Yeah, I don't. The VR. Let's let's move on. Yeah. I, 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 well, this will start a whole new discussion. Wait, but what's the plot? <laughs> Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Um, yes. People are very excited about this. I feel indifferent about it, but I'm sure it's going to be good. I don't remember good. what this is. This it's is friends. The late, I think so. It's the lady is hired to do a portrait yes. of the lady. And, and the other lady's like, very sad. She never wants her... It's the equivalent of never wanting her picture taken. So she has okay. to like, get to know her in order to paint the portrait well. Hmm. Okay. On th- an isolated island. I think they might kiss Brittany at some point. At the ed- oh. <laughs> at the end of the 18th century, an artist is commissioned to paint a young woman's wedding portrait. So it's. And then they kiss. Oh yeah, she has like an arranged marriage or something, and she's oh, like, yeah. "I'm not into this." And the portrait painter lady is like, "Could you get into this?" Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a. Was that a mine? <laughs> I just made my first TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just. I'll probably watch it. Yeah, it looks really good. I've heard very good things. Hmm. Oh, Speaking of good things, Jumanji, the next level. Unfortunately, there are no screenings of Jumanji and the Game Awards together oh, in there. Oh, man. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Look, the setup for this isn't terrible. No. They go back in it and the I like plane... that the one girl is now a horse. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fun. Because everyone's playing different characters, so that's, that's fun. It's, so cool. it's not it's, yeah. not it's not the exact same thing. Um, Aquafina's in it, and she I'm just is. I'm just thinking about Aquafina, and I just think everything. I think I love Aquafina. Oh shit! I think I love. She's great. Is she in Birds of Prey? Or that's no, she's gonna be in Shane She though. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it looks Jumanji two, three, four. No, it's two. Well, I mean, it's technically three if you yeah. count the. I get. I mean, does, does the Jumanji the last movie? Count one as canon? Ever yeah, because yeah. they go into into Alan's treehouse. Oh, the, spoilers yeah. for Jumanji, I guess, for me. I haven't seen it, so. You didn't watch it? I did not watch Jumanji. You and Don Joe saw it. Y'all saw it. I did not see it. Ooh. Hmm. I feel Apparently like I'm the, people love I that feel movie. like I'm the only person yeah, on the that planet mo- who hates it. <laughs> people, yeah, that movie made like a lot more money that than Sony That was the biggest thought. surprise. Yeah, yeah. everyone was like, holy shit. I think Sony has, like, Sony makes such bad movies. They have, like, one movie a year that, like, they that lost the 007 crazy. license because Spectre yeah. was so bad. This <laughs> um, fucking Spectre. <laughs> I, yeah, Spectre's a fantastic... Was that, was that Sam Mendes or did he move on from that? I don't think so. Uh, I have no he idea. was like, I'm out. Mm. But yeah, we are going to watch Mother Night, the last level. I the next level. I can't wait for all the penis jokes again and all the pooping jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so is Kieran Gillen in this movie? Yeah. Yes. I will watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad we're both on agreement here. <laughs> um, is 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 Wolf is Hereditary Wolf Brother in this movie? Oh, 
Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids are There's back. There's a Jonas brother in his movie? Yeah. No. Yes, there jo- is. A wolf Nick brother. Jonas is one of the characters oh, in the video jo- game. Uh, you're talking about- I was talking about the kid who goes into the game and ends up being the rock in the first movie. That's the hereditary kid, yeah. but there's also a Jonas brother so in there's the a- game. I can't believe there's a naked brother and, and a, Jonas a Jonas brother. brother. <laughs> I remember when Nick Jonas showed up as like a halfway through the movie surprise, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. All right, <laughs> the Black Christmas remake. I again, I keep forgetting this movie. Like as I said it before I, we started recording. I feel like it might be delayed, but there's nowhere it, to go until yeah, next year. Yeah, what do you do? You know, it'd be a great April movie, Black Christmas. Yeah, I don't know. But the original Black Christmas. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but it's all right. It's good. Right? Yeah, and this one has Emogen Poots. Ooh. Well, the first Black Christmas is a the original Black Christmas is a weird slow movie. Yeah, if I correct. and I never saw the one in the mid two thousands. Didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, I thought that's the one you were mentioning. But yeah. No, I was talking about the original one. Uh, no, okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. It'll be fun. Hopefully, I hope. Is there even a trailer for this one? There yeah. is like yeah. one. Yeah. I have to look that up. There is a bomb in Centennial oh Park. I if I this is the new Downton Abbey for me. Every time <laughs> yeah, I see so, this trailer, so, I'm like, fuck off. So here's the with Richard Jewell, the new um Clint Eastwood movie. Oh wait, on, before you go, my joke is that Tom Hanks wants to portray every American and he will not stop. Know. Clint Eastwood will not stop until he makes a movie about every American. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> to work together, just double it down. Oh, yeah. They need to become a movie making team. But on on me and my family. Family's trip to um, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. We were discussing what we we're going to do for our Christmas family movie. Oh shit! And unfortunately, is Richard right Joel now, the top contender? Unfor- even though I am adamantly against it, uh, that currently has the most votes. Why? As in, my mom and dad both voted for it, and I said no. It's got what's his name? Anthony? John Hamm. I don't care. It's, it's a Christmas movie. He's awful under, and crazy. Underuse of John Hamm again. I, I love John him. Hamm. Yeah, I, also love how, I also love how John Hamill do anything. This, yeah, this movie has a ton of people in it. It's got like fucking Kathy Bates. Olivia I mean, it's like it's like it's a yeah. Yeah, too bad I will never see it. I mean, you it might. sounds like you're watching uh, it though. Yeah, no, I'm gonna... You'll have to report back. There's a bomb in Centennial Park. Yeah, you'll have Park. to tell us about the bomb in Centennial, Centennial Park, Park and how we have thirty minutes. Yeah, you it's have a... thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> there uh, is a bomb in Centennial Park. <laughs> um. And Dina Menzel, Frozen 2, of course, <laughs> but also of Uncut Gems. I hope this actually comes out next month. Is I there think. a is there a scuttlebug that it might not? No, I'm just saying. I like feel like whenever I, put, whenever I put on these movies that I'm like, oh, I'm excited about that, and it says limited on the thing. I'm like, um, it might not come out, but it's listed here, so I'll put it on the list. I mean, it sounds like, even it, it might. I think it's half bit that Adam Sandler's like, give me an Oscar for this one. <laughs> yeah. It's certainly at least 75% bit. Uh, which is a very good bit, honestly. Uh, but I'm so excited yeah. for this. Movie. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, very excited. Maybe Uncut gems. Yeah, right. Dad, if you don't know, we should just do bits during the fucking coming yeah. soon. But Uncut Gems is fucking Adam Sandler plays a fucking Jewish like jewelry man who's yep. like made a big bet or whatever the fucking hell. Yeah, I have no from, idea. from what we know of the trailer, <laughs> uh, he took a gamble, <laughs> whatever the fuck. That's the stupidest fucking bad heard in my life. Um, I disagree. Yeah. He's, he's not a coach. I, he's just a crazy Jew. You guys are really excited for this, but whenever I see this trailer, I just... 
feel like I'm going to hate it. I don't know, man. The weekend. If you put neon lights in oh, the Ryan weekend. Oh, hates the weekend. Oh, you though. hate the weekend? I don't hate the, I just don't care for the weekend. Oh, well, he had a very violent reaction to when I put a weekend song on in the car one time. Oh. He was like, Carrie, I hate this. <laughs> really? I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I do, Ryan. Oh, Words wow. hurt, Ryan. <laughs> the weekend's great. Yeah, he is really good. Let me tell you what, there's, this movie's got a lot of, it, it, the name of the movie sounds like it could be a euphemism for cocaine, and when I think of cocaine, I think of The weekend. That's uh, true. Anyways, uh, Six Underground, what is this? Yeah, what is this? This is a Netflix original movie. Love it. Oh yeah, uh, this is the one with the writing team that I apparently hate. Alright, yes. so dir- Netflix original, directed by uh, Michael Bay, starring, guess who? Ryan Reynolds. Oh god. Um, and it is written by Drummold. Any last guesses on who this move, who is what writing team that Carrie Lyles of Nebraska? I can't hates. think of any writers that I. Yeah, it's very specific. What if they were into some raunchy humor? Oh no! I don't what know. If, what, I don't know. What, what is, is Seth going? Rogen? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, Seth Rogen has made some good movies though. Deadpool writer? Yeah, the Deadpool oh. writers wrote an action movie for Michael Bay starring Ryan Reynolds coming to Netflix in December 2019. Michael, Michael Bay produced something good. This that What was the thing that he produced that was good? My ass. <laughs> he did something. What the <laughs> fuck was it? The I fuck was it? Something that George really liked, and I don't remember what it was. He did Quiet Place. Did you like Quiet Place? No, I did not like Quiet Place. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad that our podcast collectively does not like Quiet Place. I feel like history has proved us right. <laughs> Hello? Um, Aren't you excited for Quiet Place 2? It comes what? out next Quieter year. Place? <laughs> what the fuck did Michael Bay produce this year? I I like, know. Know. I'm looking it up. I don't know. George. Bumblebee. That was a okay movie. Purge. A Quiet Place. Nope. Ouija. Origin of Evil. <laughs> Wait, that was my yeah, that's pretty funny. It was Ouija, yeah. Hasbro. Friday um, the 13th, 2009. No. That's it. You're going down, though, now. <laughs> no, the last thing he produced was Bumblebee. The, the next look up produced... the Look up his company, Platinum Dunes. Platinum Dunes? God. Dora. He did oh, Dora. What? He produced Dora. <laughs> but it's also his company, so he probably just, like, here's the money. Sure. And, like, to, who would you... Yeah, I was like, well... Here we go. I sure Platinum Stone did. I could have, or at some point they were involved with it, and then maybe they dropped it. I don't know. Dora and the Lost City of which Gold. I saw. And it's okay. Oh. It's fine. I heard that there's some wild cameos. Ah. Uh. Like voice cameos for the 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 the, the monkey. Oh yeah yeah yeah, but it was Murray. It was a lot of like. You know, it was like Latin actors. Mm-hmm. So it's like, here's fucking Benicio Del Toro yeah. as fucking Swiper the Fox, which is a great <laughs> bit. And here's fucking Danny Trejo, because it's fucking Dora the Explorer live action movie, and we're doing it all the way. You're telling me Danny Trejo is not going to be on this fucking movie? <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm surprised Antonio Banderas isn't in that movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I have no idea who you're talking about, George. Yeah, I thought um, I maybe made that It's just up. like Paramount. Uh, Nickelodeon, uh, Walden Media, Media Rights Capital, and Burr Productions. Maybe I made this George. up. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, bombshell. I didn't know about this movie until I saw it. Nice out. Fun fact: I was googling this movie, and uh, guess who? The director has directed a trilogy of films that were very popular in the late '90s and the early 2000s. Want to guess what they are? You're right. It's Austin Powers. <laughs> And now so he's, he's going for that fucking dude who made Green Book. Yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, but this looks... It looks fine. Yeah, it, it looks, looks interesting. Good. I like Nicole Kidman I like a lot. everyone in that yeah. movie. Yeah, Charlize Theron Charlize is, is dope. Great. 
Margot Robbie. It's good. But I am a dumb person and I don't know any of the real life. So like the thing is like I heard bits and pieces of it, but I, I know, I know the Meg and Kelly stuff yes. a lot. But the other two, I like don't I didn't know, know who I didn't know it wasn't Meg and Kelly who like tipped it off. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So but honestly, it's better because I'd be going to the movie fucking fresh, and then I just go read a Wikipedia article. Like, oh, sure. Ah, ah, this was authentic to the real thing. Wow. <laughs> wow. And now I know why they would. Yeah, baby. Hmm. <laughs> what is Seberg? Seberg. That's the Sur- Kristen Stewart one. Oh, Kristen right. Stewart. Um. So Kristen me... Stewart back to doing indie movies that Ryan watches. Exactly. <laughs> and only Ryan. Uh. So th- this is a. Uh, uh, biographical kind of thing she plays um jean serberg who was a french new wave um actress who became <laughs> exactly right big right in the world um and she becomes involved with um the fbi because of her supports for a, a civil rights group um that her um uh, black activist partner is a part of. Yeah, that sounds like the most and, piece of Stuart, but it sounds fine, probably. It's probably good. Uh, <laughs> apparently, it's not great. But, uh-huh. but um, I hope this, But this was part of like Cannes uh, and a bunch of film festival stuff. And like with everything Chris Stewart, the movie is thought of as bad, but her performance is great. Mm. So, you know, who, who knows what that is? This is going to be the curse Kirsten Stewart's going to. This is the cross she has to bear, I she guess. Needs to have, she needs to have a lighthouse esque moment where someone uses her talents to make something crazy, right? Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels, baby. It already happened. Uh, Man, I, I can't muster any enthusiasm for this movie. And I'm sorry, Sam Mendes. And uh, I'm not even going to try because I'm going to get. I'm going to confuse his name with the fucking other guy. Um, Sam Bendis? Sean Mendes? <laughs> no, I see. I, uh, Colin Firth. Oh, I see. I no, always yeah, do Colin right, Farrell. Right. Colin, Colin Farrell is not in this. No, because I like Colin Firth, but he's not. You know what? Um, I like both of them. I like yeah. Hot take. I like Revolutionary Road. It's a good Sam Mendes movie. Um, oh. I haven't seen Skyfall since I came out originally. Skyfall's good. Skyfall has a good song. It uh, does. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of good opinions on 1917. But yeah, I, I get... Yeah, I don't like war movies. No. Like, even, like, Dunkirk, it was the most, like, our bias. Like, we have a... We have very... Shitting we, on Dunkirk we have, one of my We have no... We do not hide our biases on this podcast. No, yeah, no. And, you know, I'm sorry. I like Andrew Scott. It looks like he's in this movie for maybe two minutes. So... It also seems like a good... I don't know. Benedict Cumberbatch is blonde in it, which is a little scary. That's upsetting. <laughs> this is a very... So I just realized that we're in December, but this is such a weird assortment of movies, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't know if Bombshell's going for the Oscar thing, but it... Probably. It might. I think Bombshell definitely. For, and like, same, performances, I would Same guess. with uh, the next movie, Just Mercy. What's um, this? I have no idea what this, that is. This, uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, okay. Jamie Foxx, Brie ooh. Larson... Okay. You know, trifecta as as it is. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Why I was trying to get yeah, that. Um, but basically, um, Michael B. Jordan is a lawyer, and he's defending um, Jamie Fox, who has been imprisoned for killing a white woman, even though he did not do it. Um, but because of racism, sure. obviously, um, the system's not working towards him. And Michael B. Jordan is. Um, Doing his best to try to like free him and defend him. This is based on a true story. Based on a true story, okay. yes. Uh, because given given the time period this takes place, and I can't remember 
I based on my trailers when exactly it was, but it was a time where, you know, if that kind of thing happened, basically he would have been screwed. And I mean, that's still kind of the case today, unfortunately, sure. but um, it's, it's, it definitely has a big Oscar kind of vibe to it. And it looks interesting. Um, I've seen other stuff by this director. I know. I just can't think of their name right now. Got some now. info for us, Carrie. Huh? And, and just, and just mercy. Just mercy. No. Oh. <laughs> I, was up. I was, I was getting ready to talk about Little Women. Oh, oh. Like, oh that's also an Oscar. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, we're skipping over on our list here. Uh, Spies the in the Skies, but Christ. Little Woman, yes, uh, series Ronan. Oh yes, um, Just Mercy. Um, same director as Short Term Twelve. Oh. Um, and what will soon be um, Shang-Chi oh. uh, for Marvel. Short Term 12 is fantastic. This is, this is also produced by Michael B. Jordan. Yes, wow. Michael B. Jordan is great. You know My what? Human Torch. Oh, I'll watch this, sure. Yeah, looks yeah. interesting. Looks uh, it's got O'Shea Jackson Jr. Kira, did you want to get into... Little Lord, do you want to talk about Spies no, no, in Disguise? No. We can go in order. I was spies in Disguise. I, just, I realized I had no idea what Little Women was about. So oh, okay. <laughs> I figured that question might come up, so I was lost. Okay. So, spy, so Blue Skies production is back. Yay. Will Smith is a spy, s- spy super agent. Um, yeah, first off, this trailer confuses me because it begins with Will Smith being like, you know what the best part of being about the best part of being a super spy is everyone loves you. And it's like, if I mean, you're a spy, <laughs> isn't that bad then? Yeah. If everyone knows who oh, you are. Oh, it's that spy who I know is a spy. <laughs> yeah. Love no. that guy. Yeah. Um, and basically, Tom Harold? Holland? Holland. Holland, yeah. Tom Harold, <laughs> baby. You know who I'm sick of? Tom Holland. Uh, no, he, I like him. He's fine. You, you think that, but... He's having a good time out there. Probably. He's, he's one of those Twitter white boys that I'm very indifferent yeah, I mean, that's about. true. I'm not going to... I don't even care about Spider-Man, but... If you... Okay, if fine. you were in a room with uh, Tom Holland and... Um, Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet, and you had a bullet... I wouldn't... I do not trust Timothy... I myself twice. I do not, I do not trust... <laughs> Timothy Chalamet and Tom Holland are not even the same level for me. I don't trust that man ever. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Tom Holland seems fine. He does not have cop energy or douche well, energy. I think, yeah, t- t- Timothy... That- <laughs> Timothy Chalamet does kind of seem like a tool. I know. I like to describe Timothy Chalamet as like the guy who looks like he would do what he did to the girl in Lady Bird. Yeah. I just see yeah. him like dabbing at award shows and stuff. I'm like, oh God. Timothy Chalamet is in Little Women, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because Greta Gertwig, I guess, loves him. Look, I don't trust her anymore. If that's the case. So is this is this based on the book? Little Women. Little Women. I assume so. There's no way this movie has the second half of Little Woman knowing Greta Gerwig is making this movie. There's no way. She's going to flip it on its head or somehow. I don't know what happens. In the so movie. Little Women, so the thing with Little Women is that the, it's like, you become it seems little, like it, we're from little girls to little women. It but, seems like uh, Pride and Prejudice, but in America. Kind of. Yeah, I guess so. Like, it's a story about, like, it's like, follows these girls in, like, their lives like when they're young they're super independent they're super like individual like they're really they're like you know whatever yeah and then they get older and then they're forced into these roles yeah. and it just kind of ends and they're in these roles and that's oh. it oh so that's why i'm saying oh, i don't yeah. trust gerda gerwig Probably for a not. second <laughs> yeah. for this to go that way no. 
She's gonna make it some cool new hit. Yeah, take this on isn't Little your grandma's Wind. little one. We're talking about like Greta Gerwig sucks. I don't know why we're doing it. It's just because. <laughs> well, fuck you, Greta Gerwig. Uh, Fucking bitch. No. Yeah. Um. I, uh, I just don't care. I, I guess. Yeah, no, I am not. I'm not interested in this movie very much. It, it, but I like Pride and Prejudice, so I guess if it's like Pride and Prejudice, I mm. like it. It seems like it seems very Pride and Prejudice energy to me. It looks like Saoirse Ronan is Lizzie and. Uh, Emma Watson. Emma Watson is the older sister in Pride and Prejudice, whom, whose name I can't remember. I don't know anything about Pride and Prejudice. Oh, it's pretty good. All right, so the two the two blockbusters. So here's the thing. I think Paramount's trying to slow, like, silently kill the hype for this movie. I I, I was thinking about it earlier. How this I is Cats. Like, this yes, is Cats. We were going to a bit. I feel, like, I I feel like the, 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 the like... It has slowed down on people like goofing on it. I feel like it's not as because when that trailer dropped, everyone was like, "What the shit is this?" Mm-hmm. Well, Paramount see... also makers of Sonic the Hedgehog. Sure. The response to both of those movies very similar. <laughs> that energy. makes a lot of sense. Uh, but one of them they were able to fix. Yes, and this one I don't know what they I don't know. Te- Again, the only thing that makes it, me weird is that. I, Nobody cared about that second trailer. Maybe it's like people are stop being cynical. They don't want to kick it's the dead horse anymore. Fucking yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And like, but also I just don't see anyone talking about it in general. No. I heard. And then there's the fucking press thing. The press thing. There's like one set there's of screeners. There's one press press event, and it's the exact same day and as, time as Star uh, Wars. Like the exact. <laughs> so what press? Like if you're if you're covering films, you'd obviously see Star Wars. Yeah, because that's your job. And not only that, but the, Carrie, no, if you if, but, if <laughs> any other if if ninety nine percent, you know, this is the one percent. Hello, podcast. I'm the one percent. Yeah. <laughs> I care about movies. <laughs> That's why I will be seeing cats. And actually, the other thing with cats, they actually did redo the, the special effects in it. Really? They, they did, did redo them. So it they, doesn't look better. It doesn't I look better. I am pissed. It looks want, less humanoid. I want the nightmare versions of both of these films. It's hilarious. So, um... So what are we expecting from cats other than to feel uncomfortable? Dude, I legit cats doesn't even exist to me right now. Like I, I haven't thought am about it. Excited for because we name? are doing a double feature that night. I am <laughs> I'm determined not. for this. No, you are. I'm backing out. No, you are. <laughs> I'm not forcing George to watch cats. I'm not I, that evil. I am. I am Ryan, that evil. Okay. Ryan, don't force George to watch cats. Yeah. I am excited for is her Jennifer Hudson right? Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm, excited, I'm excited for, for that her song. Rendition that part. Yes. I am excited for Mad. Fuck, dude. Yes. It's great. So sure. I don't like Taylor Swift very much. I don't like Jason Rulo. I don't I like, like James Corden like at all. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, I don't oh, like no. Rebel Wilson very much. Man, <laughs> this cast this is, is gonna be. How do you feel about Tom Hopper? Who the fuck is that? That's the director. He also made oh, Lame Man. Oh, you mean Tom Hooper? Yeah. yeah, Tom Hooper. Yeah, I think his name's Tom Hooper. Yeah. I should rewatch. I haven't seen the Miz I since like it Inter came Selva. out. I should rewatch the Miz. He seems like a weird choice for this. <laughs> I mean, Not Taylor really. Swift. That he, was that only in the context of the rest of the cast. <laughs> the rest of the cats. Oh my god. Uh, who else is it? Judy Dench. I like Judy Dench, but her like Dench. her cat design was particularly nightmarish. So I, I, I mean, it just looked like it, it just looked like Judy Dench was a cat. Yeah, <laughs> upsetting. Oh yeah, and Ian uh, McKellen. Ah uh, yes, <laughs> Tom Hopper made the Danish Girl one of my oh, least favorite. Oh, Ryan movies loves ever. that movie. I hate it. It's Ryan so... loves Eddie Redmayne. What a weird movie that it, exists in a vacuum. It's 
Eddie Raymond's performance is terrible, but <laughs> what they do with the character is also it's horrible in my, and offensive. It's in my favorite genre of like early 2010s movies that are now problematic. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, in Scott Pilgrim, they say the R word three to twice times. Yeah, they do. Um, anyways. Again, cats. I, Although I, I don't put Scott Pilgrim in in using those words into uh, yeah, sure. Eddie Redmayne putting on a dress one time and being like, "I'm going to destroy my entire body and die immediately because yeah. I'm going to be the first person to get the surgery because I need it done now." Because yeah. that's what these people go through. Yeah. I ain't touching that. Yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> but yeah, man, I got cats. To me, is dead. I don't know. Oh, yeah. it spent all of its nine lives. Dang. I think Speaking of movies that are ruined. Okay, so man, I'm s- no, I'm not going there. Never mind. <laughs> so I somehow I would have loved. I almost accidentally went into this movie not knowing a single goddamn thing about it, and that's not me saying George. Oh, I told more than the Star Wars for me. It's more like I don't care about Star Wars, and I would have liked to walk in with a, a fresh oh. thing. Mm-hmm. But they showed trailer for Knives Out, and I was like, "Fuck!" I didn't realize I I almost completely went into this thing not knowing a single goddamn thing. Yeah. Um. And I still don't. Well, I, if I don't think of... I'm George, so I forget what movies I watch with my friends. So if I just don't think about it a lot, I'll forget. Um, they used Duel of Fates for that second trailer. I have not seen the second trailer. I'm hoping not to. Because I want to be surprised. As, as Right, you like Last Jedi. so yeah. Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. Objective. If you're you're not gonna and, get and, a rise and, out of me, if that's what I you're know, trying to do. <gasps> Excuse me. Have you ever seen an Ewok? Adorable. <laughs> you know what's in Last Jedi? Not a single damn Ewok. What what I'm not enjoying about a new Star Wars coming out is um, the discourse. Na- the discourse, oh. especially from friends of mine who are. <laughs> who are... <laughs> All right, you're talking about Zach. <laughs> no, not just Zach, my oh, roommate okay. and our friend, but I have a group chat of uh, oh, friends. From my a previous job of mine, and they are all very adamant that Last Jedi sucks and that Solo is one of the best Star Wars movies. <laughs> and I like to, you guys are on the opposite spectrums, man. We gotta like work this out. Like, no, it's... they're like in a weird like silo because yes, they're, they're like there's like the, there's like the silo who doesn't like Last Jedi, and in some weird distance, it's like we like Solo actually. <laughs> yes, and I'm trying to explain to them why they're wrong. <laughs> and it's just not working. How do they feel about Rogue One? That is the I best like one. They think it's fine. I just I, my bit is that I say that yeah, Rogue One is good. the best one because it has Dad's Mickelson in it. So, Forrest Whitaker's in it too. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. I like Rogue One a lot. Yay. Rogue One's cool. I am excited for the last Skywalker. Nope. The Rise of the I, Jedi. I'm 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 going completely open. Like I. I am. I am. I am interested because I want to see how they expand on the movie that I like a lot, <laughs> and I also am ready for Star Wars to be over. I guess my my prevailing feeling going into this is morbidly curious. Like, what's gonna? Happen? It's also what could they? But do? the the Star Wars thing has been fascinating in that it's the one thing then the evil master plan of Disney to take over the world that didn't go according to plan at all. Yeah. It did not go according. What plan? The plan was that everyone's going to love that fucking Star Wars shit. Are you kidding me? These fucking guys, they fucking love this fucking Yoda man. Yoda, you know who the man? Yoda man. I love this fucking series, man. Um, because it didn't, like, they... Talk about the Mandalorian. Not, oh, yeah, I'm talking about Mandalorian. But I'm amazing talking that people, like, Star Wars are like, that's money, right? Like, yeah. no matter what we do with Star Wars, it's gonna make money. Everyone's gonna love it. Mm. Did not turn out that well. <laughs> Whoops. 
I mean, it, it turned out well until Solo really didn't turn out well. But then again, Solo is like their own fault because they, totally they screwed that up. They screwed I, that up. Kathleen Kennedy, goddammit. I would have enjoyed the original version of Solo. I'm pretty yeah. confident. Yeah, but, me too. But yeah, it's like they filmed it twice and the original idea wasn't interesting. Came out like the most like... Ham, ham, American cheese sandwich in the world. Ron Howard ass. And then it came out five months after a movie that people didn't like because Mm. it was yeah that's true because it was so different from Star Wars. So then they made a movie that was just the most bare bones Star Wars. And it's maybe not directly comparable, but Star Wars Battlefront Two happened as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it had to have that that almost got I got Congress involved somehow. So that. Somehow I mean, matters. that's not Disney's. I mean, Disney should have known not to sell their that contract to one of the worst com- hey, just companies in the you know world. Yeah, um, I'm not but, that. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I am excited for Star Wars. I'm glad you're excited. Um, I will watch it as I purchase tickets. I'm. <laughs> yeah, we I'm already have a tickets. I'm excited to laugh at the part where she has the stupid double-ended lightsaber and she goes, <laughs> and it folds I hope out they like do a the, I hope, fan. I hope they do the dumb thing and actually play Duel of Fates in the movie. That'd be great. I, that's a good song. That is a very good song. Yeah. Anyway. Someone said that song is the best part of that that movie. Uh, I, see, here's... We're not gonna what get are your thoughts on the Phantom Menace? George? I think it's better than Clone Wars, than Attack of the Clones. It is. No, Attack of the Clones is the worst. It's terrible. Movie. It's horseshit. It is the worst. It's one. terrible movie. Um, but yeah, that's my opinion on it. Okay. Anyways, yeah. December, which means it is almost time to gather and decide what are the best movies of the year. When are the Oscars? I keep forgetting. I don't... They're in like February. Is it early? Yeah. Okay. So, I think yeah. it's late February. March. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's usually March, but I'm maybe making that up. Um, it feels Marchish. So yeah, we, and we I'm always record our And I'm also excited that us movie experts with the movie podcast are eventually going to be told, "Hey, these are the movies that are actually going to be in the running for best movie of the year that you probably have no idea about." So mm-hmm. we'll see. Woo-hoo. Hey, we now know that Playmobil the movie is coming out. That's true. So we're already one step. I can't ahead. wait for Joaquin Phoenix to win Best Actor. It's gonna be chaotic. Oh, we didn't put. Did we did we include Waves in the last one because yeah. it was, yes. came out? Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of my favorite um, tweets I saw recently was someone watched um, Marriage Story. Oh, yeah, that's also the, coming out, yeah. And that is out on Netflix because of, as of recording. Oh, I'm going to watch that tonight. And, and the tweet was, the, the sad, but the saddest part of Marriage Story was is that Adam Driver's going to lose his Oscar to a <laughs> fucking clown. <laughs> oh, man. And that's... Oh, that's also The good. Gallows too. Fuck yeah, dude! Yeah. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I think we put that on a list and it kept getting delayed. Is that what we happened? We put it... No, we put it in because it came out in October, so it was on our October yeah. list, and we were going to watch, but we just, we just never didn't. did. Oh, I thought it <laughs> so recently it's came time. out. It did it's recently time. come out, but I was lo- I was looking through. I had like a coupon for Fandango for a free movie, and I saw, um, <laughs> and I saw the Gallows, and I was like, "What?" And I couldn't read it on the Gallows, unfortunately. So I bought Ghost in the Shell, the original anime. Oh, not, nice. not I was the, like, "What?" No, I wouldn't <laughs> do that. Um, but. Yeah, the gallows too. Uh, look forward on that on this podcast's uh, best of twenty. Sorry, sorry, knives out. You're about to be dethroned. Try and more put, like a get put a microphone here, in my ass. face and try to remember what the fuck the gallows is about. Um, it was the kids yeah, maybe you found maybe you found the DVD that Carrie gave yeah, you as I a gift. I bought that for you <laughs> as a loving gift. Anyways, this is a long podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed this, fine audio product <laughs> um, uh, let us know on twitter.com 
Uh, you can follow the podcast at Movies Are Real and follow me at jcruzalvarez26. Ryan, where can people find you? At Mr. Pib Official on the Twitter or on Letterboxd at Film Peace. Oh, yeah, you can find me at jcruzalvarez26 on Letterboxd as well. George is making moves mm-hmm. using Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Twitter at kar underscore e lyles, L Y L E S, or on Letterboxd by just searching my first name, Gary, K A R R I E. Mm. next time we will meet the saga will finally end star wars um you know adam driver adam <gasps> driver yeah i love him <laughs> he's so tall and also broad oh, man remember that fucking meme about his chest yeah i forgot that was pretty good wasn't it that was, uh... <laughs> anyway. you know what ryan you're right the last <laughs> jedi is good <laughs> anyways until then we'll see you then bye-bye <laughs> <laughs>